Welcome to Bulletproof Faith. Uh, oh, I didn't see, I didn't do my well, well, welcome. <laughs> Forgot. That's good to change it up from time to time. Uh, so today we're talking about sportsmanship. And uh, Jordan, I have a question for you. Uh, what here. do you think about a little league flag football team winning 60 to nothing? <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. 60 to nothing. What do you think about that? Uh, in the context of sportsmanship. Well, it's it's in the context of the game too, right? So, uh, me Sounds being like a Tennessee fan and enjoying them, uh, just hammer teams last year, sixty to nothing. But when you build up, so when you're building up boys to be boys, you want to have there's there's a fine line between competitive fire and playing the game to your best of your ability and sport and good sportsmanship. I would agree with that. Yeah, but. On the con- in the context of the game, <laughs> you're, going, you're trying to make me trip over my own words here. You know how it works. So you score a bunch in the first half, and then you try to get you know most of your your reserves more in the game, and the kids that play a lot more they can sit out. You can't help it if the other team throws you the ball and you score off that, right? It's hard. It's hard. To, it's hard to help that. Uh, I guess maybe you could tell the kids to just <laughs> sit down or something when they catch it. I don't know. Take a knee. Take a knee. You know? Intercept the ball. Take a knee. Yeah. Oh, that man. was well played on your part. <laughs> that was good. I felt like you set me after that one. Um, oh, man. But, uh, you know, there's also so there's also a sense of near, this particular league and game. There's no, you can't see the score. Like the kids, the vast majority of the kids couldn't tell you what the score was. Mm. Uh, now – Mine could, and a couple other ones. The ones that play sports and enjoy it, right? Yeah, absolutely. They knew the score, but uh, the I'd probably say seventy to seventy-five percent of the kids don't have a clue. These are. This is not a real life scenario here, Jordan. This is just. I'm just asking theoretical questions. Uh, what do you, What do you think about you know winning sixty to nothing? And um... oh, by the whole and it wasn't me who sent a message in a coach message group about adding points to our score. That was not me. I want to clarify. I would – okay. Uh, I am not – yeah, I am the assistant. I am not the – anyways, continue on, sir. Not, not Again, not a real-life scenario. I'm just asking. Uh, oh, man. All right. I just, just love to mess with Jordan, as you guys know. So, uh, <laughs> But now that we've been sidetracked once already <laughs> – um, it was just it was just too easy for me to not mention. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But random topics, grab bag of topics for today. Sure. And uh, sportsmanship. <laughs> sportsmanship is not on the list. That was just okay. A, all right, good. All right. That was just an opener. Okay. <laughs> a little a little comedy bit. I do want to ask you something, though. Sure. Random question. Okay. Okay? How often would you say that you think about the Roman Empire? Oh, man. Uh, now, now, since I've really dug into it over the last probably five to six months span, I mean, I'd say several times a day. Several like times a, a day. I would compare it... I compare different things to then, or this is like that. Okay, this is, yeah. Well, the reason I ask that 
have you seen the trend lately? And this is, I don't know, TikTok or hmm. wherever, I don't know. I, um, I can assure you if it's TikTok, I, I don't have a clue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have, have you heard about the trend of uh, young ladies, wives, girlfriends, whatever, asking their the, the men in their life mm. that question? How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because I don't know where it originated, but apparently it happened like once or something like that. And, mm. and uh, the guy was like, Never. you know, like a you know, once a day or some, you know, some, oh, yeah. some, sure. you know, high number where the, the women have no understanding. They're like, what, what, why are you yeah. thinking about the Roman empire? Just so the then man. it spread and people, other people started doing it. And there's just like a weird number of guys that are like, Oh, several times a week, once a day, twice a day, you know, just, you know, hmm. very, you wouldn't expect it. Cause yeah. it's like, why, you know? Interesting. Um, and when I saw that, I thought about, you know what? That's weird because I do too. Yeah. And a lot of times for me, it's like in the context of, you know, biblical studies or whatever or history. Yeah. But I knew that you had just done kind Mm -hmm. of like a a deep dive into the Roman empire just in your own time. Yeah. And so I was wondering. I constantly, yeah. I mean, not, I mean, constantly several times a day. I'm constantly thinking, what would it have been like? (laughs) How long would I have lasted in the Roman empire? Yeah. Yeah, probably not very long. Uh, <laughs> but I just it it was very interesting to me, and um, I, I knew that you had done that, and we had covered that episode on context of the, you know the New Testament yeah, sure. where yeah. um, Judea was under Roman control and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So I was just interesting to see what what you'd say. So several times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. And I, I think me too. Yeah. Easy. Um, is there something behind that? Like, yeah, I think it's. I think you just alluded to it. I think it's connected to studying of scripture and being in the scriptures, reading it, uh, dwelling in it, thinking about it. Okay, so what about for people who are not believers, just random people on the internet? Why are ah, they? Ah, okay. I see where you're going with that. My, it could just it, now. It's mainly men. Yeah, it's men. Basically, the women are saying, "I never think about the Roman Empire." And you, boyfriend or whatever, are telling me you think about it like twice a day. Well, I Why? think that I mean, you, I think you said it in the last episode. You know, we're we're kind of naturally uh, like wanting to be conquerors or yeah. something. Yeah, that's that's where my mind. Went. Yeah, sure. Like it's just kind of natural for. And then you know, there's the the Pax Romana, the Peace of Rome. Yes. You, you think about that. And, yes. Um, how even though it was not accomplished the right way and, and uh, stuff like that maybe and uh, and it was a pagan society everything yeah. else that's wrong with it but yeah. you, you also think about like man uh, men are designed to um, create peace for other people sure um, to lead yeah and you know things like that but we also think about conquest and mm. battle and um mm-hmm. You know, like we're kind of now um, where men are like stuck in a cubicle and your mind kind of wanders like, man, I could have been out on some battlefield if I had just lived uh, 2,000 years ago. I think that's why a lot of dudes like sports and athletics. I think so too. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we'll probably get into that more when we talk about like the, the raising boys oh, type sure. of stuff. But yeah. that's that's what I think about. Agreed. Um Yeah. So anyway, 
random topic. I was just curious to see what you'd say, especially since you had just done kind of a study. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. I do think that that's we're we're kind of inclined to go that direction. Yeah. Until feminism comes into the whatever. <laughs> uh, next topic I want to ask you about the parallel economy. Have you mm. heard of this? Mm-mm. Okay. So basically, this idea of Christians should support Christian businesses, and uh, we should create Christian businesses, mm. and we should patronize them. And mm. um, so, in other words, there's there's this whole kind of underground economy of Christians, and it's a it's you know a different economy than the surface level one, the secular one, parallel economy. They. You dig it? Yeah. Okay. I do too. Yeah, I dig it. I, I, I love the idea of doing business with other believers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At least you have a, a, a commonality for sure of how we're going to deal with each other. I think if you or take... You should. If, sure. Yeah. Right. And I mean, there's there's a scripture in 1 Corinthians where it talks about like, you know, you, you, you should not be taking each other to court because yeah. you're believers. You can come to an agreement on Absolutely. something, you know, sure. Hey, how about this? Nobody should have cheated the other one. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, so yeah, there should be this level of trust if you're working with, um, another believer and, Agreed. um, you, you should get an honest assessment of things. And, Agreed. um, how about this too? Maybe you won't have to fill out five miles worth of paperwork. You can just handshake it, and so all, all of these things sound great to me. If uh, I love the idea, I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. If you if, if if we can ever do business with the other Christian, it just makes so much sense. And then I guess the idea of the parallel economy is okay. That gets built up to a point mm-hmm. where. You've got this network of, mm-hmm. of people that, you know, you just know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So you like that idea? Oh, I, I love that idea. Some might call you a Christian nationalist. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've talked about that before. Christian nationalism is better than fill in the blank. And so, yeah, never mind. I'm not going to go down that path again. But I had a, uh, I had a, I had a friend who listens to the show. Um, he, he stopped me at church and... And said, uh, if Christian nationalism is wrong, I don't want to be right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, it's really it. good. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Really good jokes. Uh, yeah, so. That, I think we're missing our calling. We, we should honestly just write Christian nationalism jokes. <laughs> we, need to, we still need to make that commercial. We should make, dude. Remember we the commercial? We should make shirts and hats. <laughs> we should. Yeah. Yeah, we, we really should. Do. I want to make the commercial, though. Maybe next time we sit down to record, we'll we'll you do a uh, commercial. We'll record a commercial for yeah. Christian nationalism. That's good. Better than blank. Yeah. <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> um, all right. Last thing I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. What are you reading right now? What are you reading these days? Well, I, I'm actually uh, inter- I, I'm reading a book on leadership. Okay. Um, and I and I also you know I, I'm in and out of Gary Habermas's stuff. Uh, who's your Who's your favorite author? Well, I mean, right now I would definitely say Habermas, even though 
people oftentimes people say, well, it's kind of he's he's not a not an easy read, but it's so much. I guess I just know that the the guy's background yeah. and like how much time he's put into it. Yeah. Um, he's he's a fascinating guy. Yeah. So he's probably my favorite. It, I guarantee I, I guarantee he wouldn't be at the top of most people's lists. No, but I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. I would say him. But right now, currently, I'm reading that. But uh, scripture, I just got done reading uh, Esther. Uh, and I'm studying through Luke currently. Okay. I uh, just read through a bunch of epistles because I've always heard you've uh, you want to read an Old Testament book at the same time reading through a gospel and then doing epistles on the side. Because inevitably in the gospel or in the epistles, Paul's epistles, you're going to see echoes of Jesus from the gospels. Good. Yeah. I uh, I've I've seen too like a lot of uh, reading plans where it's like you know passage from the Old Testament, passage from the New Testament, and a psalm, yeah, or, or okay. a proverb yeah. or something like that. So, yeah. I I uh, I tend to not do that. I tend to like just pick a book, yeah, and just work through it, you know, the whole way. And sometimes like you know one day it's like uh, read a whole chapter, mm-hmm. and then like one day it's like I only make it through two verses or mm-hmm. something, you know. But I like that. That's just kind of how I. Well, that's that's a good way to do it because you don't want to become a box checker. Mm, yeah. And all of a sudden you don't even remember what you read. So favorite favorite author, uh, Gary Habermas. You know who mine is. Probably favorite some, writer. Probably some woke chick. If I had to bet. You think? Yeah. I was just going to say the Apostle Paul. <laughs> yeah, you set yeah. me up for that one. That was good. <laughs> no, uh, I should know you, man. It's always a setup. Always a setup. I just love doing it. I know, it's good. Yeah. Um, You're like my brother. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. We're kind of similar. For sure. Yeah. Um, we just finished, as a family, reading through Pilgrim's Progress. Wow. Yeah, have you read that before? I I, I have not. I hadn't either. Sadly, I, I have I, I have not. I had not read it before. Yeah. How um, difficult of a read is it? Okay, so I bought a like translated into modern English version. Okay, that's so smart. Uh, smart because you know I don't, it was written in like what sixteen hundred or yeah. something. Oof, that'd be so, tough, yeah. um, so yeah, I bought a version that was supposed to be like. You know, it doesn't change anything, but it's just modern English instead mm-hmm. of old English. Mm-hmm. So um, it wasn't, even at that, it wasn't a super easy read. Like me trying to read it out loud to the mm-hmm. kids, I was I had stumbled quite often. And mm-hmm. um, so it <laughs> wasn't super easy. Um, I don't know, though. I will say I was I was a little bit underwhelmed I think that's not fair it it was good and I'm glad I read it but there were parts of it toward the end that I felt like got to be like a little bit redundant and mm, okay um, and, and I think it for me I was into it because this is a renowned like famous sure. book I wanted yeah. to read it the kids I think lost a little bit of interest toward the end. Yeah. It it didn't hold them as good as, you know, just, you know, some other fiction stories yeah, maybe. More modern fiction yeah. stories. But Makes sense. was good. Um a lot of excellent allegory for 
the the Christian life, the Christian journey, what sort of things you're going to have along the way. It's really good, really interesting. I, I was thinking the whole time I was thinking, like, I bet you, like, the reason why this is so famous, like, when, when this was written, 1600s or whatever, like, I, I bet you this was a jam. Oh, for sure. Know? Oh, for sure. A, a banger yeah. of a book. Banger, if you will. That's, you know, you've I have, used, I have you've used that term banger. several times now Yeah, on the show. I'm just trying to be cool. Like I, don't the kids. The, I don't think the kids use that, though. Do they? I think they used to. It's probably, like, way outdated. Now they're talking about their, their Riz. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, like, short for charisma, but kids say they've got that Riz, you know. Really? Kind of like me. I've got that Riz. You don't. All right. Well, I, I'm done. Uh, grab bag of topics today, but just wanted to see what you were reading and also uh, Pilgrim's Progress. Pretty good. Yeah, I would give that a shot. Yeah. 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 Read it. I would say read it with your kids. Um, but uh, more importantly, read God's Word with your kids. Amen. So. I, and, hey, uh, to kind of go off Pilgrim's Progress, uh, Little House on the Prairie, I know it's a little bit later. My kids love that show. Really? Yeah. Oh, the show. Yeah. That, so they watch the show. They listen to the books, too. Um, just a shame, just a shameless plug. Like it's really good, wholesome TV for your family, for your mm. kids. We watch it often. Um, I mean, it's uh, a lot of um, scripture type references in the show. Really, they'll sing old hymns and stuff. Okay. Even though the the the, the main actor, it was actually an atheist. I learned that the other, but it, nonetheless, like he, I mean, every episode is referenced. It seems like interesting. Yeah. I would, I would I would recommend it. I remember watching it as a kid and and uh, just never like, you know, not really caring just because I knew it was old. Uh, so my my girls enjoy it more than my boy, even though he'll watch it. He he likes it. Um, but my girls, I mean, they now all of a sudden they <laughs> they want to have little house in the prairie dresses and stuff, so they go outside and play little house in the prairie. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's our our house. Sounds pretty wholesome to me. It is, man. That's a good show. It's better than... Um, yes. Little House on the Prairie is better than... I can't think of an example. I don't Because I don't really watch any of it. Any, really any Netflix show. Monster High or something like that. Whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, is that like a Disney play? Any, any, I think. Little House on the Prairie is better than any current Disney show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a strong statement. <laughs> That's a bold statement. <laughs> but you're probably right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap this one up before we uh, take a nosedive here. (laughs) All right, see you guys next time. Love you. Talk to you later. Bulletproof faith. God bless.